Welcome to This Is The Way, a Star Wars Legion podcast. Good evening and welcome to This Is The Way, a Star Wars Legion podcast. I'm Brent. This is Jason with special guest, Andy. All right. We spared no expense tonight. We have a guest that uh, we we flexed the budget dollars as far as we could get to, to bring somebody in from across the pond for tonight. So Andy's here to, to join us on the podcast and talk about things. So here to fancy things up. Oh. Fancy that, things up. That's what we I We definitely need that. <laughs> I offered him some commemorative two-sided dice. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're even insured by the mint. Yeah. And did he take them? <laughs> no, I, I put them back in the register. That's probably a good thing. Okay. Probably a good thing. Anyway, cool. It's uh, We wanted to bring one of uh, one of our friends on as a guest, uh, get some of his insights, and uh, he's really helped us with the Star Wars Legion community here. So uh, it's great to have Andy with us tonight. So I know one of the things that we wanted to talk about was uh, our league, how it's going right now, and maybe some things to take a look at. And Jason, from a store owner perspective, why don't you kind of touch on and talk about a little bit some of the things you learned from this league, uh, especially during this time. Well, uh, with this time, uh, the store has shortened hours, not taking that into account when we started this league. Uh, just because of COVID, uh, there's no point in staying open later than what we uh, have our shortened hours for. So things that I learned are we need to have set stop times and rules on how to score that game up on those set stop times so we can get employees and staff out of here on time. Um, so just be wary of that if you're setting up a league or getting back into it. Uh, stores might have shortened hours, so what we did was uh, when we finally hit single eliminations, uh, you can play on a Monday, Tuesday, whenever night. Uh, just when the store is ready to close, we're going to give you a five-minute warning. At that five-minute warning, you're going to count up your victory points and score it out like the game was just over. So uh, you might have to play differently or have a different list uh, based on that, knowing that you might not get to it. And then we didn't take into account that there was a lot more new players. So some right. of the games ran a little bit long. Uh, last week would be a great example. Yeah, I think one of the things at least I saw happen were that during during the league, we kind of left it up to the players to go ahead and schedule their own times and everything like that. So if a player said, hey, let's, let's play at 1, uh, a lot of times I saw people not show up until 1. So then you add, you know, it takes half an hour to get the board ready and get all your minis out and get everything set up. So right now you've already chewed up half an hour of play time. That, and, and that's even with tables set up. Right, that's with, that's with terrain already set up, right? Yeah. So, so I would say definitely as a player, if you're, if you're going to play in a league like this and you're going to agree on a time, that time should be the time that you actually start playing. So you're going to agree on one o'clock you know show up half an hour early just to get your stuff out be ready to go uh it's just it helps the store out it helps the other players out and allows for you know a good play experience for everybody what are are your thoughts andy you played most of your games on a saturday so you had plenty of time because you got yeah um, due to my my regular schedule uh weekdays didn't usually work for me but saturdays were great and uh um, for the most part, everybody got here as the store opened. We had plenty of time to set up. We had plenty of time to play our games. And um, so, yeah, it worked out really good. But uh, 
when I realised we had 21 players, I thought, wow, Mondays is going to be really busy. <clears throat> it, it, Mondays actually tamed down because of that Saturday group that was going on. Some of these other guys on Mondays were like, hey, maybe I'll schedule my game on a Thursday night. I, I played a game Monday morning. It was... It was it was all right, but we still ran into some time constraints. I was playing with a new player, and they they just we ran up and they had to go to work, and <laughs> it was like it's 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 go time. I, he was like, I'll just concede because I was up on victory points, but it it ended up it was a great game. I would have loved to finish it just because it was I was having a great time. But that's one thing we saw was there were several games that people had to either concede or maybe weren't real happy with how the game ended because they didn't have enough time to play. So I think it's, you know, it's one of those things like lesson learned, you know, store closes at eight. You figure on average, a, a good Legion game is going to take two hours, yep. right? At it's probably at its quickest. Yep. I you think start. our game went two hours last week. Yeah. Yeah. So, so right there, you know, that, you know, from, from our, our store perspective and our experience, you can't start that game any later than maybe 5.30 at the latest, just to give everybody time to pick up and store a chance to close. So, you know, that was that was a lesson learned, I think. And in-store play is much faster than tabletop simulator. I'm just going to tell you that. <laughs> so I watched a couple of games. I caught the the Civil War that they were doing. Mm-hmm. I, I caught the end of that. Uh, my son was a little antsy, so I kind of fast-forwarded through the last, like, half an hour. But... I, I thought that was a great game, but the game... It was like four hours. I, it was wow. forever. Yeah, that game was a long time. And, uh, no, my son was like, you got to go to bed, Dad. I was like, yep. <laughs> Your son's telling you that? <laughs> mm-hmm. Hmm, that's interesting. Mm. Any Anything else other than... I think, I think the time constraint was probably the biggest thing that impacted League. Um, that other than, like I said, just... Making sure you're ready to go when it's your your turn to play. Because I mean, there is there, we only had three tables set up permanently for league each week, so that's six players at any one time. And w- there were times where we had people waiting to, you know, get their turn on the table. So, yep, just that's my thoughts. Um, I think we move on to next topic, and I, I'm going to introduce Andy here. Andy is the reason I am into Legion uh, personally. Because uh, he is the guy that I talk about that builds all my stuff. Uh, if he didn't build my stuff, there's no way I'd be playing right now. <laughs> I got all my models at a nice primed gray that it came out of the box at, and they're perfect that way. So they look absolutely fabulous just out of the box. I, why would you change that? So, But, Andy, um, why don't you tell us? The... Give us a little background on, on you and your gaming, uh, I guess, your history. gaming background yeah. and history, miniatures, all that kind of stuff. I, you, before I moved here to the U.S., I used to play an awful lot of, um, um, and not not only miniatures games, but uh, back in the good old days when we had the little half-inch square counters on the map boards and everything else. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, so <laughs> the old cardboard pieces. Yep. I mean, tactics were still tactics in those days. You just didn't have pretty miniatures. and then uh, You didn't have this great 3D printed terrain either, right? Yep, nope. Nope. And uh, then found uh, Warhammer 40K and used to play an awful lot of that. And uh, and I, I just grew tired of the way they changed the rules and rewrote any, everything every uh, every other year. So I just I, I 
kind of migrated out of that and didn't play for a little while and um uh was driving around town and found geek city one night and walked in and saw people playing x-wing and i thought oh this is a fun game let's have a look at this and when i realized you didn't have to paint the miniatures i thought oh this is the game for me <laughs> oh, i don't know i've seen Star- some of your painted stuff it's good man you know star you know star wars and painted miniatures yeah let's get into this and that's how i found geek city and uh, um kind of uh, dropped out of the the x-wing scene for a while it it it, it uh, slowed down a lot in the in the store and so i, I walked away but then uh, um when legion came out i just jumped on that i, I love the concept i love the, the the rule set and everything else and yes now i've been playing a lot of that but you don't like all the rules i do not like all the rules a couple we'll, of the rules just... we'll talk about yeah. one of those in a little bit <laughs> <laughs> but no i i think i first met you when uh you got into x-wing mm-hmm. and I think you were the first person I played X-wing against in the store. Oh, really? Was yep. I? Yep. And you didn't. didn't and you had drive a good experience with that. No, you didn't drive me away. <laughs> oh well, great. Hey, I'd, at least that's good. Thank yeah. goodness, because yeah, it's been a it's been a pleasure, you know, playing games against you all these years. So it's uh it's great to have you. Yeah. Uh, I I can say this. Uh, Andy's he's a great person, great player. He's uh he get he's a huge giver. He loves he loves to you know, pour himself into his hobbies and he's done so much for the community in the store with, uh, just all the, ter- he helped basically put terrain on tables, 75%, uh, 75% of the terrain on tables for the league. Um, so uh, big kudos and a big thank you for that oh. because our, our league couldn't have happened without that for sure. And he's done me a couple of favors and printed me <laughs> off a couple of things. So I appreciate mm-hmm. that. My Rancor I just painted was, mm. that was a, on the golden a, toilet for the oh yeah he printed <laughs> the out golden we toilet. have a uh, golden toilet award for for our league play so the best of the worst the best of the worst best of the worst yeah so if you become the best of the worst you get a golden toilet take home yep. that's sweet it is is sweet. that going to be a traveling trophy or is that just a I, I think people need to wear it like a badge of pride I, like, I, it's a badge of honor <laughs> Ike really wants it I think he'll carry that thing around I think he'll probably take it to Gen Con. Probably if you would. run into us at Gen Con, boom. Yeah. I bet Ike is carrying the golden toilet. The golden toilet around. Yeah. So you'll know who Ike is. If he wins, I guess he's got to go up against the, the pretty stiff, bad competition of Andy. Uh, who else is in that? Ike. Jeremy. Jeremy. Yeah. Ike, Jeremy, Andy. Yeah, that's the four. Oh, Scott. And Scott. Yeah, Scott. And Scott's yeah, the four. Scott. Yep. So good luck in winning uh, the toilet you printed out. Yep. I'm 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 still working on a little filler to go into the toilet as well. I probably don't know want to know what that is. <laughs> Ike is printing out toilet paper, paper rolls for it. Is he really? Yes. <laughs> These guys, I tell you. They're having, this is they're the <laughs> this is the struggle we have right now in in miniature gaming. We're printing out toilets and toilet paper rolls as our trophies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when we're bad, we're bad. Oh, that's great. Well, Andy, we, we appreciate everything you do for the community, and uh, we we were kind of having a little bit of a discussion beforehand, and, uh, and we purposely stopped it because we were actually talking about some good stuff, and I'm like, man, we need to record that because it's it's good. But um, there there's one thing that you don't like. Mm-hmm. Why why don't you kind of touch on what you what what rule don't you like about? So the the ability to just say I don't like you anymore and walk out of melee. 
So withdraw. Withdraw, I think, is just disengage. That no. What it? No, it's well, withdraw. It's withdraw. Oh. It's withdraw. Yeah. Um, I just don't think it's particularly thematic for the the game. Right. Uh, you know, if if you're ha- having um, a battle with Darth Vader. And you just walk away from him. He's not going to let you just walk away. He's right. going to throw yeah. his saber at you. He's going to force you. He, He's th- not going to let you just withdraw. No. So I, gonna... I, that, I think, is probably my biggest pet peeve with the rule set of the game. But hold on. With you saying that, your favorite character is Grievous. Do you think Grievous can just walk away from a battle? Cause... I don't think he would. And he wouldn't let you uh, walk away. Are you away. kidding me? Have you seen the Clone Wars? Yeah. <laughs> That's he all run- he does. He runs away all the time. But he's not going to run out of... He's, he's such a melee machine, he's not going to walk away from co- from close well, combat. And, and Legion. Yeah. So, I think the game has tried to... I, I'm not disagreeing with you, because I think there's a point to what you say. I think the game has tried to rectify that with, okay, the punishment for you doing that is it That's takes your entire tight. unit activation to do that. Yeah. Which I don't necessarily think punishes the unit enough to be honest with you because there's other games like war machine and 40k and other and other yep. things that if if you're engaged and you disengage or withdraw oh you get penalized yep. for it you with a, a, free a free attack free or attack a free or strike or, yeah. or something like that and it, it would be interesting to see how that would change tactics on the board because a lot of people and i've done it before hey you move into melee with me. I haven't activated that unit. You didn't kill the entire unit, but I need to shoot you. I will move my one or two little guys away from you, and then everyone can shoot you now. But so. but that's still valid if you give a, a, a free attack when they withdraw. Sure. Because yeah, you're y- still standing there. Well, I don't, you know, I don't necessarily agree with the free attack because not all units are built the same, I guess, when you're – so you're not going to disengage from Grievous, who's going to hit you with, what, eight dice or something like mm-hmm. that, or but, Maul with eight dice. But what if we gave the units a dodge and a name? You disengage from a unit, that unit now just gets a dodge and a name. Well, something, right? So yeah, I'm, not, so, yeah. I'm not saying you would get, like, the full melee, right? But yeah. oh, maybe, no. you, maybe you roll maybe, – maybe it's as simple as, okay, you withdraw, that's fine they still get to roll one white die or one black die per guy for you doing that with kind of like a clamor. Yeah. Yeah. For that disengage action. So, so yeah, it still takes all your activations to do it, but now you also risk possibly losing a, you know, miniature or two or whatever for doing that. I, I, I just don't, I agree with Andy that a, it's not thematic and let's be honest if anybody's in melee combat or engaged in something during warfare and the other guy runs away, of course you're going to shoot them. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You're going to attack them. You're going to do something. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. It's, it's an interesting topic. And I, I do dis I do not disagree with you that it, it could be improved. Yeah. I think that I, might be something to look at. I, I didn't even think of it that way. Yeah. So I mean, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to throw all of Grievous's eight dice. Right. At, at a retreating unit, but, you know, one of each or, you know, as you say, depending. <clears throat> I think we just got to make it simple because Legion simplifies everything that make, that's overly complicated in other games. I agree. So, and, agreed. I agree. And that's one of the things I love about Legion is compared to so many other games, it is very simple to learn and pick up. But, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's funny that people think there's a lot of rules and it's complex, and I'm like, no, this is actually probably one of the easiest miniature games to to play, and I think that's what makes it so good to do that. Um, you know, I, they kept the rules simple, and it's a it's a it's a great game. Yep, it's a great point, and I I hope somebody out there is listening to Andy's awesome thoughts. So <laughs> duly mean, if noted. If you don't want to listen to him because he's British, I mean. Uh, he's English, thank you. English, oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I answered to both. It's, uh, it's okay. I thought he was Irish. Yeah, well. Yeah. People mistake that in Australia. I'm okay. just going to say. Yeah. They get the Australian and English accents mixed up, and I'm not sure. So next next we have on our list of things to talk about, which I'm not so sure I really want to. Oh, this was a great game. <laughs> no, you know... It's a good thing I'm keeping this G-rated today because I really don't want to. But uh, Jason and I, we played a game a couple days ago. Outside of league. Outside of league because he was whining on the last podcast about, I have to play droids, blah, 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 blah. I can't play my cheater faction. Wah, 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 wah. Oh, they were fairly balanced. You were smoking them. So let's go through the scenario here real quick. Set us up, Brent. We're playing Rebels versus... Rebels versus Gar. Versus Gar. So I had I had uh, I had Leia. Three units of naked rebel troopers, three units of Tons with tenacity, and two air speeders with the ground buzzer. So I, I had nine activations. And I actually out activated him, bringing Gar in with ten activations. I had Rex, a clone commander. Rex was fairly loaded out, like you would think he is. Uh, Offensive push, jetpacks, just everything that you would think. I think the clone commander had vigilance. Yeah, he did. And then I had my favorite phase one trooper with uh, uh, fives on him. Yeah, fives was on him. And then I realized that I never bought any of the phase one clone upgrade packs because I was looking for the phase one specialist. So I went to the shelf and I was going to like at least pull the cards out and pretend like I built one by pulling a different clone, but I didn't have any, so I ended up uh, putting a comms tech on the phase one and then put HQ uplinks on that, and then I had, what, three or four units of phase twos with the Z6, offensive push on all of them, uh, three strike teams, and then the magical trash can was C-3PO. <laughs> that thing, I, I can't tell you. How much I love and hate R2-D2 <laughs> as a Rebel player. So, we were playing Disarray. Oh, God. I So, I did not win the bid. Not. No. Oh, no. I had I had him outbid by, like, one point, I think. Yep. So, Bombing Run was in the last spot. So, he was... I wanted that. He was vetoing everything to get Bombing Run. And Long March was sitting in front of me. And then something else that was absolutely horrible for the scenario... So I actually ixnade to get to Disarray because it was the best of the worst. Yeah, so we had Disarray, Bombing Run, and Fortified Positions. Yep, so we ended up on Fortified Positions, and that, I was just like, this is this is bad. This so in my two deployments, and to be fair, we, we set up terrain pretty much like you see in Invader League. I mean, the table is heavily set with terrain. It's all, it's all legal and everything. But it's it's not a wide open board, right? So there's all kinds of cover. There's 
of line of sight blocking. It, it was set up really nice. We so, had one heavy porous that his vehicles couldn't get through, right. but his ponds weren't unhindered. We had some deep water that his repulsor could fly across. We had a light porous that everything could move through. We had some hills. We had buildings. I, I don't know. This map had it all. So <laughs> It was a really nice mix of terrain. And uh, so in my deployment zone, I put basically Leia. I put everything except for... Uh, one airspeeder, a set of Tons, and one unit of Rebel Troopers. I put those in the opposite um, deployment zone. And I had a bomb on that airspeeder and on the Tauntauns. And then in my major deployment zone, I guess I'll call it, um, I had a bomb on the other airspeeder. So I was going to get these things off really quick with oh. the airspeeders. I mean, those things are... I, I wasn't stopping. By turn three, I had all my bombs gone. I, I wasn't stopping it. I knew I wasn't stopping his bombing runs. I didn't have anything that could and chase him down. I was giggling inside when Disarray came up with Gar. I was like, yes, oh. finally. So I ended up having to make a hard choice. So I'm sacrificing a arc strike team in, in one of my Disarray areas. I was like, maybe if I hide him over here just, just a little bit and – he can survive Leia's thing because it was wide open to Leia. Like, there was just no hiding it. I, I was like, maybe I could just get get him back with the rest of my clone ball, and it'll be just fine. I took my other two, set them back behind some buildings to hopefully get some shots off and maybe engage some tons and just sacrifice them too. And then the rest of the clone ball went right up against the edge to protect R2, to try to run to the next disarray area just that was right down the edge of the board. Yeah, so his 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 main force was directly opposite of mine, and he was going to run towards the uh, deployment zone that had my Tons and the Airspeeder and the one Rebel core unit. So turn one, did great, came out. Leia went first, of course. She She played her one pip. Uh, she took one of the snipers off from the, his sacrificial sniper team. Uh, she took another one off from... A, no, you didn't take one of the snipers. Did I take both of them? You, no, because I had to shoot it with the airspeeder. Oh, yeah, you did shoot it. You took so one I took one, one of the sniper units off. You took another arc trooper out, and then finally I got a save on some phase twos just because they were in the clone ball with all the... Tokens. All the tokens. I was like... Whew. So I was like, cool, this is awesome. It's going well right out of the chute. 40 points, turn zero, basically. Yeah. So uh, I hid everything behind a building turn one and tried to activate as much stuff as I could that was not going to get shot at by his arc sniper teams. Oh, yeah. And he did a great job of that. And the luckiest token pulls I've ever seen to get to the... I think my tons activated last. Last. Uh, so he did that. I don't even know what I played for... I think maybe standing orders or something. I didn't you, play. Yeah, you played standing orders. I played standing orders. I just wanted to go last and see what I could do. And I didn't do like I wanted. I got one chip damage in, period. Yep. One chip damage on one ton. That was it. And I killed. I finished off that lone sniper team with the airspeeder that was heading that way to drop a bomb. Yeah, yeah. That killed it. Dropped before a bomb. it activated. Yeah, before it activated, killed it, took it off. I'm like, cool, now we're at nine activations each. Uh, advance the other two bombs towards the areas. 
dropped one bomb, end of turn one, blew it up. Uh, I'm like, all right, this is going well for me. Oh, yeah, you tried to roll dice against your blast immune range one. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, it was great. Speeders. I didn't let him cheat and kill himself. I should have, in retrospect. But anyway. You still won. Oh, spoiler alert. (laughs) Spoiler alert. So anyway, I I think we went to the next turn. His tons are starting to flank me uh, on the one side. And I played Orbital Strike. And he's just slow playing the tons, slow playing the tons. And I, I got some chip shots out on Leia. Because she was still out in the open yep. and had a couple damage on her. And I was like, maybe I should just focus Leia down. And they moved everything away from Leia so my beam wasn't going to work. But then he did something weird with the Tons to try to take range two shots on on the arcs. Didn't kill the arcs with them. Um, but he put them right in Rex's beaming orbital strike line of sight. Yep. And I totally screwed up the first attack. Oh, uh, you did two. Uh, you got two wounds through. On the first ton, the beam over to the second one got the the two wounds on. The oh, yeah. one that had heavy cover, I got two wounds on. Yeah, that's... and I had so many aim tokens that I just kept rolling until I had crits because yep. he had three dodges on each one of his taunts. Yeah, because Leia handed him out. Yeah, Leia handed him out. So I was like, okay, whatever. And then I was just, it was a fight to go first the next round. Yeah. So yeah, turn two, I. Swung the airspeeder around that dropped the one bomb. Uh, second airspeeder dropped its bomb. Tons advanced towards, and I started moving the two sets of tons that I slow played. I started moving them rapidly towards your arc teams. Oh, yes. You st- he started moving them rapidly towards the arc teams. I had that, this, uh, take that clankers out. Yep. Just waiting. I was I was like, boom. He intercepted the arc teams just like I planned. He obliterated the arc teams. Which I was hoping not to kill both of them. Yeah, rolling all those dice with all those crits. I don't know how you were not going to kill them. But anyway, I wasn't trying to save. And then they died. A horrible, horrible, horrible death. But if they would have lived, I would have just disengaged uh, or withdrew. <laughs> just like... Because that stupid rule we just talked about. Yeah, stupid rule. I would have withdrew him. And then I got one of the tons. I totally just blew up with a fire support. The second ton, I got down to one guy. Yep. Um, and then he's flanking me with two airspeeders on the other side. One of them's still carrying a bomb. And another set of tons is coming from the other side all of a sudden because the tons dropped out their bomb. It's fantastic. I'm like, uh-oh. So I'm trying to move up the board, doing some stuff, whatever. Yeah, so, I mean, we get to the later rounds, basically, is what it's coming down to. Well, next round. This is my miracle round. I played Rex's one bit. Rex did, uh, every shot was a fire support shot. Yep. Every shot. And he did not have a token because he was too far away on his tons that were sitting in front of me. Uh, completely healthy set of tons. Oh, completely healthy. And I kind of fire supported in with three or four aims and took out Everything. the whole unit of tons. Yep. Just boom, it was gone. I was like, oh, thank God I've evened up the <laughs> objectives. I killed the other ton before he could do it. Well, he killed the other arc team, and then I killed the last ton. Yep. And then, so now he's down three tons. I'm down three arc troopers. Um... I, I don't know. We're, I was up an activation once again. 
just because I started with one extra. Right. And then we kind of just started slowly playing. And I, I, I put a ton of damage on an air speeder that round with that fire support. Ton of damage. Like four or five. And then next round I start taking shots at it. Nothing. 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 Yeah, and they started clearing out. And then troopers. I just, it, they started clearing out troopers. And then I just went completely defensive. I don't even think I shot at anything for the rest of the game. And, and I, you know, I couldn't kill anything. Got my and the stupid magical garbage can got had a the... stupid suppression on it, so I couldn't shoot it, oh. and I couldn't kill anything around it. Yeah, so we got to the last turn. So it was turn six. I had one bomb left. Uh, no, we got to turn five, and I had one bomb left right. on R2. Yep. Had the other two bombs detonated. Almost took out my units with my bombs. I just had to get them detonated, though. So yep. I did it, and then I hailed married with blast off. So there's nothing I could do. Hail married with blast off. Put that suppression on. I I activated uh, uh, R two and blasted right off into the zone. Got secret mission and dropped off the bomb. This is turn five. Uh, and I was able to get because I made a mistake. He got a lucky shot off on R two. Why he dropped off the bomb? Because. I engaged the troopers with this other unit right? instead of just trying to shoot them or something. So now the only active unit his airspeeder could shoot at took out C-3PO, had one life left on R2. R2, but now I have two suppression, which was the, the lifesaver. So. And R2 had already repaired twice. Yeah, he he's already repaired twice. He's gotten a lot of shots throughout the game. Right. And then R2. I knew I had to kill the magic trash can as soon as I saw it on the board. And then R2, going into the next round with one suppression on him, he's like, I've got to engage him. And all I did was every every unit I had activate would engage the troopers that could engage R2. Because I can't detonate this bomb with R2 right next to it. Because this bomb, one damage, R2's dead. Finally get R2 actually activated get him out of the way get him surrounded by clones where i can't get engaged anymore and it was game over i detonated the bomb at the end and then i turned i didn't i didn't bring salt to this game but i created <laughs> a six foot one 260 pound block of salt and pillar powder. of salt it was the biggest <laughs> pillar of salt i ever it, there was this guy's cheating again, and he's got the I, whole story I'm just, wild up. I was, you know, it's one of those games where I was so happy because I was like, I'm finally going to beat him and his stupid gar. And then <laughs> at the end of turn five, I was like, beep, I'm not going to win because I cannot kill the garbage can. And that's what won it. It is what won it. He and I think that was one of the units we talked about was that the magical trash can is magical. Oh, yeah, but we didn't realize how magical it is because we've been playing Counterpart wrong for a while, which we'll get to later in this episode. Right, yeah. So, but he was just this big block of salt, so we went out and had a drink, and he still didn't calm down, even over nachos or anything. So. I mean, it wasn't that bad. Really? You had the whole store riled up. Well, that's because they... Agreed with me that I should have won. But you, I mean, we did count out the points at the end. I had maybe 260 points left of clones, and he only lost 300 points of Tauntauns. Tauntauns, that's it. So yep. it was a great game. It was fun. 
I, I recommend the magical trash can anytime you can. <clears throat> he may make a debut on my list this week. Hey, you know what? Hey, Rebels can play him too. I know. That's why I said. Maybe if you would have taken him, you would have won. Well, I wanted to see how I wanted to see how triple tons and two airspeeders did, and I will say, well, a disarray and the bombing run. It just it was it was the perfect storm for him. Yep, but I mean the clones are just they're such a non cheater faction, just such well balanced. <laughs> the rebels are always trying to cheat. Yeah, because that's what we do. Yeah, that's what you do. You wait till I get the two party buses going. You wait till I get some Wookies. Anyway, so that was kind of a breakdown of our game. It was it was a fun game, and uh, after talking to Jason and taking a look back, there was a couple mistakes I made that I could have done different to to probably kill him. But um, oh, I was sweating. Yeah, but anyway, it was a fun game, and it was it was a good time. Always have a good time playing Jason, and always get salty at the same time. But hey, that's what you do when you play Jason because he cheats with his <laughs> stupid army. I don't cheat at all. Uh, the army, by the way, I will say that you helped him with. Yes. So I should. Uh, yep. You should take partial blame for this. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you're, you're, that's it. <laughs> if 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 Andy would have been here, he would have been laughing the whole time. It would have been great. It would have just been more salt. I would have went to three hundred pounds of salt on six two sixty. <laughs> yeah. So. All uh, right. So. Why don't you go ahead with the uh, so one one thing that we wanted to talk about was uh, a rule of the week. I think that's something that we might start doing kind of in our podcast just to clarify some rules. Um, we've all been playing this game for a long time, and we still make mistakes and we still misplay things. And I think it's a good good learning opportunity for everybody when we get into, Especially when we get in competitive situations, right? We want to make sure that we get these types of rules right because this could actually change the entire outcome of a game. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It definitely did. Yeah. So, so the rule of the week this week is going to be counterpart. Uh, 100%. Uh, we see a lot of new players playing this wrong. We see a lot of veteran players that maybe don't have Iden or R2 that they can play in their list. Uh, just miss it completely. Like, droids don't have any counterparts right now. So um, counterpart... Uh, there is a big long write-up. I'm, I'm going to skip most of it. Uh, basically, the counterpart can only go with uh, what they call as faithful companions or subservient minions of some other trooper unit. Basically, what that means is R2 can get C-3PO right now. Iden can get her little probe droid. Those are the only ways they yep. can come into the game. The only weapons that these things have are the weapons that are on their cards. They have health that are associated with them on their cards. But everything else is to their main character's card. Their dice that they're rolling, their surges, uh, all their keywords, except for the well, keywords. Well, they might have keywords they themselves. Might, they might have like keywords themselves. 3PO does. Yes, 3PO does. And so does so does that little droid. He has yeah. shielded. So, um uh, they go at the same speed. They roll the same dice. They're considered part of the unit, right? Yeah, it's like a whole unit, right? The difference in this is, and here's the key, is you could put a damage on the little droid or C-3PO and then not finish off C-3PO or that little droid and start putting damage on R2. R2. Yeah. And it's really good with R2 and C-3PO because then R2 just heals two damage off the unit. And you're back to doing it again. 
the little droid recovers and gets another shield, so it takes another damage again, uh, and it works out pretty good. But something most people miss on this also is that if you don't have line of sight on C-3PO or R2, one or the other, but you only have, you, you know how you normally can scope like a sniper team and and make the sniper leader go behind the, the, the thing. building. Uh, no, you can add that damage to C-3PO even though you can't see C-3PO. Yeah, so that's There's, key. Or you can add the damage from C-3PO to R2. R2. And, right. And you, you're just kind of taking damage uh, where you want it, providing cover with it, and it just provides a lot more utility. And a lot of people play it wrong because they think they have to, if they put one damage on C-3PO, they got to continue putting damage on C-3PO, which they don't need to do. Right, that's 100% correct. And so... I think that's key for, for people who take R2 and 3PO to understand is um, even if even if you have four wounds coming in, you could put one on 3PO and three on R2. Which I did and won a game. <clears throat> you did and you won a game because of it. Um, so don't don't forget that. Uh, when you when you're playing those, use that to your advantage. because um, A, it can grant you cover. Right, just like a sniper team, yeah, you always want to hide the uh, non-sniper. Well, I don't know if Aiden's can grant cover because of the way Aiden. No, no, no. What I'm no C three PO and R two right three PO so, and R two could. Yep, but Aiden's doesn't because it's small. It, it's got another small keyword. You'd yeah. have to read it. I would take a look if you play those characters. Take a look at the counterpart and the rules reference. It's a it's a great rule. What do you think? Is that a broken rule, Andy? Um, I haven't played it, but it it seems like it could be pretty powerful. Yeah, I don't know. If, don't know if it's quite broken, but yeah. I mean, there are droids, and they're not even in your <coughs> army. I, yeah, what's up with that? Oh, and don't forget. Here's a couple things from the game that I screwed up. A, droid troopers, C-3PO and R2 don't get suppressed and lose actions. And B, uh, if you suppress a creature trooper, it doesn't get cover from suppression. Don't screw that up. Yeah, I didn't know you did that that one time on that Tauntaun. I did it like two or three shots. I was so pissed. I could well, have saved an arc team. Well, that's your, uh, no, you wouldn't have. No, I wouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> Those were my sacrificial yeah, lands. They were, they were dead. So anyway, that's our rule of the week. Uh, we're just trying to cover different things that we see happening in store play. We're seeing a lot of games in store. So we'll go with that. Yeah. Anything to add to that? No. All right, cool. So, one of the next things we want to talk about is the Rebel Party Bus. Thank you to France for spoiling all this. So, we're going to talk about that. Um, we'll take a look at the main card, and then uh, we'll go from there. and Look at all the goodies that can come with it, and, and probably talk about ways that we could see this being played. I cannot see, well, not as a store owner, but a player. If you're playing Rebel... You need to special order two of these. Uh, go give plasma. Do whatever you need to do. I know it's going to be <laughs> a little bit expensive. You need two of these in your thing. Like, uh, do what it, do what it takes. But if you're playing rebels, I think you're going to want two of these before you're they dry two. up. You're going to want two. And of you're these. not going to want to wait for the next reprint. I'm just going to say that right now. I'm putting that right out there. Just go give plasma. Do do whatever you have to do to afford two of these. I know it's not a cheap hobby to be into miniatures, but... So that means if you're already playing it, you should just go get two of these. You should just go get two. Did you 
pre-order two of these? I did. Oh, yeah. So almost every variable player here is pre-ordered two. Hopefully I get enough and don't get allocated. We'll see. Crossing our fingers. Eek. Cross my fingers. All right. So the base card, it's 75 points for the said AA5 speeder truck, a.k.a. the A-team van. Not the Winnebago. This it, nah, I'm gonna have. It. It's gonna be the 18 van. I I, I like Putty Bus. I think Putty Bus is great. Dirt, dirt. I've already so, looked at printable spinners that you can throw on the side of this thing. Well, <laughs> all right, I know a guy. I know. Yeah. Just happens we got him on here with us. I might be coming to you, Andy, for you some got, spinners. You got any more of that gold filament? Oh yeah. All right. That's sweet. <laughs> They're gonna be shiny gold. All right. Cover the van. I'm sorry. All right, so it's got armor. Obviously, while defending, it cancels all hit results. It's got hover ground. You can reverse and standby. Ooh, standby for rebels on a vehicle. Nice, I like it. You are treated as a ground vehicle by other units. It is a repulsor vehicle. Yep. So when it moves around, it follows the repulsor vehicle rules. Uh, so if you did a compulsory move, you could actually... Uh, displace people, but when it's moving normally, you can't displace people on a normal move. So just can't displace uh, melee, right? Yeah, I think you. I think hover ground though, and I'll look this up while while you're talking about this. Might be able to displace normally. That could be a rule for next week. It could be. It could be. I mean, hover ground could easily do this, and I'm not a hundred percent sure. You, you you keep going. All right. So it also has reposition. So either before or after you perform a standard move, you can perform a pivot. Transport one closed. Uh, weak point two rear. So while defending um, the attacker's leader inside the rear arc, they get impact two, which is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, it has eight health. It, six damage before you have to roll the die of doom to see Disabled. what... Yep, see what's disabled. And then it's got a bunch of different slots available on it that you can put all kinds of goodies on it. It's got a, a pilot slot, two crew slots, a hard point slot, and a comm slot. So let's talk about the just the base card. Uh, the I think when they spoiled the, the model, I believe the base is on the same as the Empire tank. Is that right? Yes. Uh, Andy, did you trans- see that? Sorry, did you see the spoil for it when uh when they did the oh is uh, it on the it's on it's on the Empire tank base right the, the Gar G A W not Gar don't say that word that's a swear know. word the, to ga- me. the Gav W the Gav whatever. W yeah. yeah so it's, it's on that base so it's huge base it's yep. gonna be a big base it's gonna be hard to get in that rear arc surge to defense no surge on offense. Why does it, it doesn't even have a gun? I was, saying, I was just going to point that out. It doesn't have a weapon. But no default, weapon. But it's, Why? But it, it's but it, a party bus. You don't want a <laughs> weapon on a party bus. Party, party, party. Surges on defense. Uh, speed one. So it is a speedy little feller. Yeah, with speed one, it's super speedy. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it is, but actually if you lay out the table and do a speed one move, it goes a lot farther than you think it would. Yes, it does. So that's the base card. Any comments on that? Um, it, it has it rolls white defense dice as well. Ah, uh, yes. The, of course, it's a rebel staple. We yes. must roll white <laughs> dice. Yep. Uh, it it is a mobile line of sight, uh, giant vehicle that moves very fast that takes whole units across the board and provides closed, cover. 
provides cover, yeah. provides line of sight. I said that. Blocking. Blocking, blocking line of sight. Yeah. yeah yep. So, when I saw this, I was like, eh. Like, this card. Mm-hmm. But that's not where the sauce is, is it? I mean, I mean, transport one closed. You get to put a unit of something in there, right? That's good. Can't be shot at. Can't be shot at. That no. seems good. I mean, you could drop off Han to die. <laughs> uh, probably wouldn't select Han. I, you know what? You can drop off some rebel naked troopers to die. So let's talk about. Uh, I think there's four pilots, right? There's a lot of pilots. So. Let's talk about the pilots. So on this thing, uh, it comes with some amazing uh, pilots. And I'll, I'll cover the first one here real quick. Uh, I'm going to go with the Outer Rim Speeder Jockey. We already know about it. Gives you cover one. Don't need it in this thing. I don't think you would want cover in it. I don't know how it's going to go, but... It's already got armor. Yeah, it's already got armor. So, I mean... Impact weapons are what you're looking at there, right? Yeah. Or how about this? The Rebels get a field commander. You want to talk about Shriv, uh, whatever his name is. <laughs> we'll call him Sugar. Sure. We'll call him Sugar from here on out. He's going to be known as Sugar. Because he, he provides the sugar. So it says, uh, Rebel Heavy Vehicle Only. You gain field commander. After a friendly neutral command card is played, you may be nominated as a commander. As a free action... Choose a friendly trooper unit that you are transporting or at range 1 to 2. It gains a dodge token and may gain one suppression token. Your thoughts? I, You know, the field commander is great. Um, it's just nice that you guys get the field commander. Um, I mean, war wary. Uh, you can use... A longer range of panic but you guys are usually running so many heroes that who who really cares like i mean yeah i i'm not i'm not super excited about having a field commander in rebels why wouldn't you want to take your amazing onslaught of heroes well that's the with your car right rebels are a heroes faction but i mean i guess i could see this maybe if you wanted to go with a generic commander so right here to go back a unit with hover ground moves it is treated as a ground vehicle and will displace trooper units so unlike a repulsor vehicle who can only displace during compulsory moves, this one can displace anytime anytime so that is just something that i'm going to point out that people might not notice but we've been playing a lot of vehicles around here and it's kind of a good note note to have so yeah what, what are your thoughts on sugar there andy um i kind of like to feel commander especially if you're on a points restricted uh um diet build diet works too <laughs> but i think that the free action to give away you know one one dodge and if you want a suppression right that, so that, that's I, pretty useful so that'd be cool with like Jin Urso or pathfinders anybody with danger sense you've got a lot of units with danger sense yeah so that could be very very helpful you could yeah. give it to a han solo who yeah. gets heavy cover you know any of there's a lot of different ways i could see where you could use that it's only 10 points when yep. you do like the dodges Dodges are good. Yeah, like the Mandalorians. You don't always have to take Sabine maybe on the Mandalorians to get them a dodge. Right. And that thing's got a one to two range from its ginormous base. From its and ginormous base. Yeah, I mean, yep. you're giving dodges basically out to range three or four, based, depending yeah. on what orientation this is. And with has. some of these other cards that are in here, this could be really cool as a support piece. 
Now, you can only take one, unfortunately. But, so. you know, there is that. Next pilot, hotshot pilot. Because we're talking about pilots, right? Andy, you want to take uh, you want to take that one? Okay, so hotshot pilot, um, rebel only, repulsive vehicle only. You gain sharpshooter one while performing a ranged attack. Reduce the defenders covered by one. <clears throat> what do you think? Again, I think um, out of the box with nothing else is, is not that much use. You don't think so? Not until you put a weapon on him. No, well, I'm not thinking so, about putting him on this. How so, yeah, you? that's, yeah. Oh, sorry, yes. Yeah, because oh, it says two, uh, two yes. other repulsor yes, vehicles, right? So yes, I, yes. I would love to get my hotshot pilot on the T-47s oh, I yeah. play. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't think the T-47s needed as much. How much do you run into cover because you're shooting down a lot, so they don't have that cover advantage? You put that on that X-34 the land speeder, land speeder right. they've got cover issues all over the place because of how low it is to the ground and then like, well and you even paint it without a broken windshield <laughs> or you paint it with a yeah it's never mind yeah i i think it would work to andy's point though if you're gonna so i i view the party bus as a support piece me personally but if you're gonna load this sucker out with uh the ag2g quad laser or the heavy laser man this thing's great at reducing cover right absolutely so it's it's eight points um and it's a way for you to help maybe get at some of those strike teams that are sitting out there and you're you're trying to pick those things off or anything else that has cover for that matter but uh kind of a cool pilot you know and i'm gonna cover an old pilot here real quick before brent gets to his new pilot that i think he's gonna want to cover since he's our local rubble player I'm going to go with uh, Ryder Azardi, uh, Rebel only, Repulsor vehicle only. While performing a move, increase or decrease your maximum speed by one. Oh, oh my gosh. Wow. You see the size of that base moving yeah. at two? You just made the long march in one move. Yeah. Yeah, wow. it's it's crazy. There's, there's I mean, so much. I mean, some of the old pilots yeah. really kind of fit the mold of this thing. Like, I don't think I, the old yeah. You're going to see some crazy builds coming with this thing. Pre-pivot, and all of a sudden you've got a mobile three times the size of a, with wedge. <laughs> For one point, a free pivot, the mobile size of, I don't know, taking all eight barricade, or barricades and piling it all <laughs> up in the middle of a board, and you just put that out there. Don't shoot at me. All of a sudden, just pivot it out there. Yeah, it's going to be crazy some of the stuff that gets built but that's a great point uh there's i would definitely put him in one of these things if i was trying to get somebody somewhere quickly i think the wookies could probably just wookies. climb over. oh they can't climb on top of it because it's like an area of effect right you can't be on the base of another vehicle but ooh, jump over it all right let's go to the other one reckless driver this is for the aa5 speeder truck only so it can only be on the party bus uh, when you activate, perform a compulsory move. Nice. You cannot reverse. Probably wouldn't want to anyway, but who knows. The first time during your activation that you displace an enemy unit, roll one white defense die for each unit, for each mini in that unit. That unit suffers one wound for each shield result. So, it's a ramming party bus. Seems pretty good. 
I mean, driving in there, deliver your goods. Six points only? That Yeah. That seems good. Does it? I don't know. I've been playing droids now for going on, it seems like an infinity. And my white dice, I don't think they have shield sights on them. Uh, well, I can tell you from my experience, I rarely roll shields. So I, I scrambled droids up the side of a building and didn't lose a single one because of the that exact problem. Yeah, see, yeah. You're, you're, and then you take a range three shot into heavy cover with a dodge on Rex and do one damage. And do one damage and take him out. I can't. And I had a surge. Ugh. Now, Randy's dice might actually roll shields. Oh, yeah, they might. Oh, he has a special five shields and whatever else. Well, he usually rolls terrible dice, but last time I played him, I think his white defense dice were, like, pretty good. So he might want to take this. So, Randy, if you're listening, yeah. get a couple party buses. Well, I think he, he definitely wants a couple party buses. But I think all the pilots, even the old pilots, except for maybe the cover pilot, could have a use in here. Like, even Wedge. Just a mobile 75-point delivery system with all of a sudden you've got a giant thing of cover. Rebels, right. Rebels love cover and line of sight and boom. Think about how you're going to have to play around this with sabotage the moisture evaporators. If somebody hasn't thought of this, like I, I think the notorious scoundrels guy that always is like talking about sabotage the mo- moisture evaporators, I think it's Zach or whoever, but... You drive that bus up, and now you have a line of sight issue while you're doing your moisture evaporator, and you drive your bus away. Yeah, it. You, <laughs> you don't can... have to make a compulsory move. No, you on don't on this repulsor vehicle because it's got hover ground, and you you drive it up a wedge, and then you rotate it, and, you and just all of a stop. sudden they can't have any shots while you're you're doing your vaps. Think of it as just an objective machine. Yeah, I think it. It's great here with just the pilots. I think we need to move on with the crew. All right. Let's talk about the crew. Who do you want to talk about? I don't know. Who does Andy want Andy, to talk about? Andy, who do you want to talk about? What looks good on the crew cards? Hang on. Let me. Uh, I'm going to talk about the refurbished gonk droid. Just All right. Because this one doesn't make any sense to me. If you, if you pay for the gonk droid, suddenly you get shielded too. So now you got eight health plus two shields. Since when has Gonk ever been a shield generator? Well, yeah, I don't know, <laughs> but he's got a lot of power. He certainly does oh, now. Yeah. Yep. And then the the rest of the cards reads: During the end phase, roll one red defense die for each of your inactive shield tokens. For each shield result, flip one in back. To, I'm guessing the you you flip the shield back over. Yep. From inactive to react. Yep. To activate it again. Which is pretty. That's pretty damn good too. So now you've got a shielded bus of doom. Yes. Oh, and did you see the second line on the card? Oh, X-34 land speed too. Ooh. So you can put this on the party bus and you can put it on the X-34. Yep. That, I mean, that's really good for the X-34. Yes, it it's is. very good for the X-34. Yep. Nice. And 10 points. That's, that seems like a... Yeah. It might be under cost. I mean... You might see a point change with that. Who knows? I'm, I'm, I'm thinking maybe. I mean, if I had choice for 10 points to put two shields on the saber tank, I'm going to do that all day long. So we also have, as one of our little friendly riders, the Backworld Medic. Oh, God. It's only for the speeder truck, so it can only ride on the party bus. As a action, 
Remove one wound or poison token from or restore one mini to a friendly non-droid trooper unit that you are transporting or at range one and in line of sight of. Then roll two white defense dice. That unit gains one suppression token for each shield or surge. This is amazing to me. Like, I want to run two of these party buses with two backworld medics and just heal Wookiees and Mandalorians all day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think the Mandalorians really, really thrive on They this. shine with this. Oh. Two party buses and three Mandalorians? Are you kidding me? Oh, I think they really just shine with this. I. That's like having a medic out there that can activate six turns in a row. There's no capacity, no limit to what it can do. It can do this every single turn. Now, you got to spend an action to do it. Right. Right? But... If you get your party buses tanked somewhere in the middle of the board or around an objective or something like that that you're trying to hold and you're around your supporting pieces, I'm pretty sure that you're you're going to be pretty close to one of the two to take advantage of this. So I, I think this is an amazing card. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. What if, what if it was like a repair droid for the droids? Ooh. I wouldn't say no. <laughs> you wouldn't say no. All right. On Orthodox Tactician, uh, the A5 uh, speeder party bus only. At the start of your activation phase, roll three red defense dice for each shield or surge results. Choose a different friendly unit that you are transporting or at range one to three, which is basically the whole board, and choose... Uh, choose each chosen unit gains one aim token. It's a way to load up aim tokens on on the rebels, which kind of struggle with it because they want those dodges and everything else. And I think this is I think this is huge because it's like giving enough aim tokens out there to make it almost like they're playing Gar, which is not a cheater faction, but they're trying to no, cheat it like is, the Gar. It is a cheater I mean, faction. It's not a cheater faction. <laughs> it so. is full of cheaters. It's, it's 10 <laughs> points. I think it's great. Uh, and then there's one more. All right. And uh, I'll go through this one. This is the unstable R5 Astromech. AA5 speeder truck or X34 land speeder only. At the end of your activation, perform an attack or a move, then roll three black attack dice and suffer wound, one wound for each hit or crit. Six points. Six points. I mean, if you're going to have the reckless driver, you got to have the R5 Astromech, so. right? Yep. It's a one-time use. Did you see that? Yep. Well, you're probably only going to use that when you're like at the end of Impending Doom. Oh, yeah. So you just ram into something anyway and hope that you roll shields on white dice to give wounds to stuff. I, the possibilities on this speeder truck is just amazing. And I... I cannot. I think these are like the Arc Troopers when the Arc Troopers first came out for uh, Gar. You're gonna want to get this. You're gonna want to have two of it. Even if you're running your just other repulsor vehicles, you want these droids. You want these crew. You want these pilots. You want everything Absolutely. that comes along with it. And then I'll let you, Brent, cover these. I don't know weapons that I don't know if I would even take on this thing. You know, it's. I think it's really situational. It depends on. How you want to play the the AA five? If you want it, if you want it as a mobile bunker, yeah, there are some really good weapons. On I I I agree hundred percent. I think I think if you want to play this thing as a thirty six points, 
as a offensive weapon, you can definitely do that. So I'll cover the um, AG2G quad laser. It's range one to three, six black dice. It's only on the speeder truck that you can put it on. It's got impact too, so um, it's pretty good. You're rolling six black dice. Uh, this thing, unfortunately, doesn't surge on offense, so... That's why you got to be. I think you have to be careful. In my opinion, I would be careful loading this thing out too much offensively because there's no surge capability, and black dice roll a lot of surges. And at least for me, I mean, there, here's a good possibility though. I mean, it is a hover vehicle, so guess what you can do? Take a standby. True. Yep. Take a standby. Yep. And I mean, that is the same laser that you see in episode three of star wars on the millennium falcon yep it is the quad laser that's on the millennium falcon it's pretty awesome maybe it's called something a little different but millennium falcon has a quad laser like that yes it does and it does really good for thematics to shoot down tie fighters and stuff yeah so i mean it's 30 it is 36 points so it's not cheap but uh (laughs) speeder's only 75 111 with six dice and then you put the uh healing and Ugh. i mean you can really load this thing out. yeah you can you can oh, load yeah. it out as much as you want the other weapon is the uh, heavy laser retrofit it's range one to four it's a rainbow red black and a white it is also only on the speeder truck it's got crit one so while it while attacking you can convert one of your surge results to a crit so that is 16 points um that one might be i think it adds to that Range four chip damage builds that a lot of people yeah, like to for do sure. with rebels. I, you see that a lot, uh, and I think it it helps out. But I don't necessarily like I said. If I was using this, you know what I would do. Oh yeah, I I'm hiding behind it. Me too. I'm delivering Wookies. I'm driving Wookies or Mandalorians, Mandalorians or something, or better yet. Let's put rebel troopers with medical droids inside of them, along with the other healing capabilities. Yeah, but the rebel troopers would have to get out of the vehicle to use. That's their... fine. Okay, that's fine. They got to get out at some point for taking objectives. Stupid pesky rebel. <laughs> or you could put a repair droid with the. <gasps> you can carry C three PO, and R two in this thing. Yes, you can. Mm-hmm. party bus <laughs> so that is the rebel party bus i think it's uh i'm excited to get a couple of these bad boys in my hands i can't wait to paint them and looking forward to putting them on the table overall thoughts i think i think it's a great addition for the rebels i agree i think it adds a lot of flexibility with uh pilots and crew and not just for the a5 but also for other rebel vehicles that May not be so sh- used as much, I suppose. And and the model itself is looking pretty good from what we've seen from the the previews. Yeah, uh, just uh, this and the, and the uh, the other the, the flyer, they both look like really good models with interior detail, which I think has been kind of lacking on some of the others today. Yeah, I think you can, if I'm not mistaken, I think you can leave the doors open yep. on it, right? That'll be kind of cool. Do you think uh, Lowe's Home Depot? whatever would uh let you uh buy a little squatch of shake carpeting so you could throw it inside Ooh, uh, <laughs> maybe 3d print a disco ball 
I bet my wife has some miniature carpet that would fit perfectly in this. Oh, I can't wait to see what you do. This is going to be... (laughs) We might... I hadn't thought of that before, but yeah, we could put a little mattress in there and carpet line it, yeah. Well, if you haven't seen, we we did start up our uh, Facebook page for this podcast, so maybe when Andy gets done 3D printing and swigging out his party bus... Uh, we could throw some pictures of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be great. You know, like a plan. B.A. Baracus pilot. <laughs> oh, so. yeah. See if you can print out Mr. T's head. Oh, that would be That way I can glue it onto another mini. Oh, I that'd be amazing. Can. There's got to be a miniature of, of him out there somewhere. Amazing. Oh, it's going to be super amazing. <laughs> yeah. I think this thing, uh, I think the Rebels needed something like this. Uh, I think they needed the pilots for some of their other... Agreed. Vehicles. I think it's going to bring even more diversity to the rebel list that we're already seeing. Uh, I really think rebels are just sitting strong right now. Probably one of the strongest factions out there. I I honestly agree with that. I mean, there there's so much to play uh, that are good. I mean, I I wanted to test out tons with speeders, and I love them. Uh, they they did way better than I maybe anticipated that they would do. And this just adds another layer of uh, ability for the rebels to utilize maybe some some of those units we talked about that weren't being used as much last week or last podcast. So, with that, well, I I don't have much to add. Andy, do you have anything? Uh, not much. No, I think it's been it's been a fun time. Thank you for the invite. Well, we had a blast having you here. We appreciate everything you do for the community, and um, just just know that you are a, a big part of why things are successful here locally. So thank you for everything you, you for do. That. Yeah, if you're a local store out there and you can find an Andy, you, you got to pick up an Andy. Yeah. Well, you have to go to England to get one. Yeah, every, every game store needs a token Englishman. Yeah, I, I would really agree do. with that. Uh, I mean, yep. they spice up the podcast with the fancy lingo that they throw around throws barley wine on all kinds of stuff yeah well it's good okay (laughs) (laughs) so with that this is brent this is jason and this is andy stay safe everybody and we'll talk to you next time thanks that was great